You are listening to the YouTube Creators Hub Podcast, where you will learn how to conquer the internet one video at a time. Now, here's your host, Dusty Porter. Welcome to another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub Podcast. I'm so excited today about our guest. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, how we can use different types of hardware to record for our YouTube channel. I got special guest Dr. Bill Lampton. Bill, how are you today? Fine, Dusty. It's great to be your guest today. Absolutely, Bill. I'm so excited to have you. Uh, Bill and I know each other uh, in in real life, personally met through another job of mine, and it's just so good to have him uh, finally on the show. So, Bill, if you would, would you tell us a little bit about uh, not only your YouTube channel, but a little bit about what you do? Yes, I have been a full-time professional in the communication arena since 1997 when I formed my company, Championship Communication. I serve as a speech coach. As I like to say, I help people learn how to speak with poise, power, and persuasion. I'm a communication consultant for corporations, helping them identify their communication problems and, more importantly, solve them. And I, in more recent times, have become a video trainer, teaching people how to produce their own videos because video is such a powerful and necessary way for us to market our services. Absolutely. That's fantastic, Bill. Absolutely. Um, well, interestingly enough, when, when you and I first begin to talk about what you do on YouTube and, and your communication business, it was just interesting to, uh, to hear how you've been utilizing different types of hardware, such as the iPad and other different pieces of software, to really boost your business outside of YouTube. So can you talk a little bit about how your videos via YouTube uh, have helped you in, in working in your outside business? They've helped in a number of ways. In the first place, of course, YouTube is a great place to, we might say, showcase your wares. It it, uh, is very much like a show window in a store because here we can display what it is that we are qualified to help clients with. So in the first place, every time we produce a video, someone gets to know what we're qualified to do and how we can assist them. And another way it's been very helpful for me is in my speech coaching. For example, if I work with a client and I want to send them a copy of the speech that they rehearsed with me while I was coaching them, I can send it unlisted on YouTube, as you know, give them the code to use, and they're the only ones who can see that. So it's it's very much like having a private channel between uh, me and my clients. That's fantastic. It's, it's so great to hear the different usage of YouTube, especially when you're someone like me who, uh, this is what I want to do. I love video. I love how video is evolving every type of business. And to hear how you are using it is absolutely fantastic. Well, Bill, we're going to jump into, I've got a set of questions here that I've asked people as they've come on the show. uh, And I'm just going to run down here and, and ask you these six or seven questions, if you don't mind. And question number one is one that, that I love to hear the answer to because it's so interesting to see. Uh, and the first question is, how did you get started on YouTube? What what made you start making videos for your business? Or I know you even make personal videos with you and your wife. What made you, you know, start making YouTube content? 
I got into video production and YouTube because when I started my business, I had someone who was a very good advisor and mentor for me. And at that stage in the late 1990s, our websites could get by with print and maybe a few photos. And then eventually, this mentor of mine, who's a great uh, internet marketer, said to me, Bill, you are a speaker, and yet your voice is not heard on your website. If you were a writer, certainly you'd have some samples of your writing there. So we started putting audio audio uh, clips on the website. And then naturally, as video became more accessible, more affordable, and more learnable, he said to me, you need to produce videos. At first, the videos that we put on my site, he produced them. And then one day he said to me, why are you spending time and money coming to my studio, paying me to record, paying me again to edit, and then you yourself have no control over the content? I'm going to teach you how to do this. At first, it was very cumbersome because these, the systems were cumbersome then. And then probably a year ago, he called me and he said, I have discovered how to produce movies using your iPad video camera. And the system is so simple. Once he spent a couple of hours teaching me that, I remembered that the system that I had been using, I had to have an 18-point checklist before me, Dusty, to make sure that I got everything done and if none of those if any of those steps were missing the video either would not come out or it would not come out properly now I don't even have a checklist because the iPad video with the app that I use for that is so self-explanatory that I I don't even need any reminders and once I teach somebody how to do it Within a couple of hours, they can be quite effective and comfortable in, in uh, producing their own videos. That is extremely interesting. So you're, you're basically saying you started with audio and then you realized that, hey, I could produce this video content with, with way less hassle and trouble and you went out and you did it. That's, that's fantastic and uh, that's such a good, good story to hear. And the next question I have uh, to ask you, Bill, is what is something that you wish that someone would have told you when you first were starting out on YouTube? So uh, now that you have produced YouTube content for as long as you have, what is something that you you wish someone would have told you some advice uh, about your YouTube channel and using YouTube uh, to help your outside businesses. One point jumps out at me immediately because this really did happen. I had a good number of videos on there until another mentor of mine pointed out to me that I was not putting a um, the URL for my website and the description of the video below that, the video yeah. itself. That is huge. That's so, yes. so important. So the, he, he taught me that that's the first thing you put and that you then can weave that into a sentence and then you can go on and give the, the description. Because if you don't put the the URL there and people don't know how to reach you it's as though they've looked into your show window we were talking about but they don't know how to get in the door right no that that is a I'm so glad you brought that up that's such a a awesome point for everybody in the audience to to understand is that 
you know, if you're trying to, to sell something or you're trying to promote your business or, or do any type of marketing, video is a huge, huge platform to do that with. But if you're not giving them the breadcrumb trail that will lead them or guide them to get back to your point of sale or to your website where you're doing your business, there's no way they're going to be able to contact you after that, maybe through YouTube. But what I always tell people, Bill, is that on all my YouTube videos, I always have my website at the top before I even start talking about the description. That way, hey, you can contact me here. You can get in touch with me here because you want them to stay with you on your content for as long as possible. That's right. And and another thing that I've heard within the last week or two, and you know more about this than I do because I haven't even explored it. But one of the new things now I've been hearing with YouTube is that there are there's now the possibility for clickable links. Yes, yes, there are. There, they, they've they've rolled this out very quietly, and uh, it just happened in the past month or month and a half. And I've been playing around with it a little bit on my channel. Uh, but you're able to now. Uh, there's you can link one website to your YouTube channel, and that website is is what they call your primary website. And you can only link out from a video annotation to that specific website URL. So they are releasing the external annotations where you can link from a video to a specific website, whereas used to, you couldn't do that. Now you're able to do that. And this is just another way, another step that YouTube is making You know, YouTube video and business that much better for people trying to promote their businesses with video content. Excellent. So Bill, I'm gonna go ahead and merge into the next question here. Um, are there any YouTube tools that you use that you would like to recommend to the YouTube Creators Hub audience? Um, what is a few tools that you use that make your life easier when it comes to creating video content? I think it goes back to the fact that I'm producing all of my YouTube movies and any video now from my iPad. And what people will be interested in knowing is that it's not expensive at all. I was amazed. Right that the app that you need cost $4.99. It's is, called What is that I, app that you're using? That is iMovie, the letter mm -hmm. I, iMovie. $4.99, not $499. And they uh, they have even come out with a version of it which works when you upgrade your operating system. So I started with one version, but now I'm using a second version, which uh, wasn't that much, isn't that much different from the first version. And once you start working with iMovie, the simple thing is when you have produced your movie, you've put in the captions, you've put in any photos that you want, you've right. put in the music, all you do then from iMovie you just hit an upload button and it uploads it to YouTube or it uploads it to Vimeo and the process only takes a very few minutes. That's another thing I like is that the systems now are also faster than they were. So you're using, you're saying that you're directly recording all of your videos for YouTube from your iPad, and then you're transferring them into iMovie, which is the app that you're saying that you're using, which is a, a standard app most people know about if they use Mac or iOS or whatever it is, and you're importing it into iMovie, and then you're doing all the basic editing there and then uploading it directly to YouTube from your iPad, right? That says it exactly right, and when you when you have finished uh, your your video and you have it 
where you want it, there's just one arrow that you push in iMovie just below your finished product, and it gives you the choice of where you want to upload it to. And the uploading is much more rapid than I believe in, in any other system I've ever used. Right, right. Absolutely. No, I I understand what you're saying, and, and I believe that's it's so it's so intriguing to see how different people are, are doing different things to getting to the same destination. Like me, I know how I record my stuff. A lot of my stuff is done via a screen recorder to record my, my screencast and tutorial videos and things like that. And then you're doing it a complete opposite way in that you're using your iPad to create high quality HD video for YouTube and you're doing it all on your mobile tablet which which to me, that just speaks of how technology is moving and, and where we're going to get to in the future. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah, the great thing about technology, and, and believe me, I think it's important for me to mention that I was in management for 22 years. I had nothing to do with technology, and that was my choice. Right, I, right. I, I felt sure. I could not learn technology. But when I set up my own company as an entrepreneur, guess what, Dusty? There was nobody to delegate to. <laughs> right. It was just you, right? Just That's you. That's right. So I had to learn these things myself. And once I found the right mentors. And once I got past that initial mental block, which I had let fester for a good number of years, not only did I find that I could do it, I found that it became possibly the most enjoyable part of my work. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, me, me personally, I, I'm obviously a tech enthusiast. Uh, obviously my, my YouTube channel being called technology guru. I mean, that, that to me, technology is something that, that I immerse myself with daily. So to see people who, who, who were that far away from it and then being able to use it to produce YouTube content. Oh man, it just, it excites me. So the next question I have for you, Bill, is this, if you had to write an article or a template for somebody to follow for success on YouTube, uh, you know, real briefly, what, what would that template or article look like uh, to someone about being successful on YouTube? In other words, what points would I make in the article, right? Right, right. What, what type of template would you draw up and say, if you do this, these few things, you know, it's not guaranteeing success, but this will definitely put you out there to succeed on YouTube. Number one, make sure that you have chosen a topic that people need to hear about. They mm. need information so on. So important, so important. For example, I, I can so well remember, and I mentioned this to you one time in an informal conversation, Dusty, I can so well remember that in one of my early videos, I thought – I've identified that a major communication uh, – trauma that people have is stage fright. Absolutely. So I produced a brief video on stage fright over a couple of years. Pretty soon I noticed it had 72,000 visits. Well, <laughs> you've had many more visits than that on some of yours, but for me, that was very significant. It wasn't because necessarily the video had all the answers, but it was on the right topic. Right. And then secondly, I would say be very brief. Uh, once people would be watching 15 to 20-minute videos, instructional videos, maybe a half hour, the trend, as we all know, has has become much shorter. And you yes. can say a lot in a five- to seven-minute video, so keep it brief. And then again, make sure that you are technic technically correct to the lighting and the sound are 
are acceptable. Make sure, too, that you have at least some, I'm not going to call them uh, frills, I'll call them some support within there to clarify your message. For example, captions, uh, summaries, photos, uh, some upbeat music to create interest. So it, it should not be just um, just a headshot of you talking. There, there should be some other ways of creating, stimulating, and maintaining interest as well. There was there was so much to to digest there, Bill. I'll put uh, for all of you out there listening. I'm going to put all of this in the show notes on the YouTube Creators Hub pod, uh, podcast website, uh, and I'll put links to to Bill's channel and to some of his videos and to some of the the tools that he was talking about today. But there was so much to digest there. But the one thing that that grabbed me about what you said was being able to pick a topic that not only you know people need information about whether you're an in, information channel or your entertainment channel, but something that you're passionate about and something that you enjoy doing in that when you make your videos, you show through your actions and the way people can see you through the camera that you you love what you do. And when you're making those videos, you're not doing it because it's a job. You're doing it because you want to do it. You want to give these people uh, a connection. You want to give them information. And by doing that, you're helping them. And, and for me, the most satisfaction that I get out of the tutorial videos that I make and the entertainment videos that I make is when someone comments on one of my videos and says, thank you, you've helped me do this, or or thank you, I wasn't able to do that until I watched your video. That is success for me. Uh, you know, not, not any type of monetary value, but the success of knowing that the individual that's viewing your content is actually getting some type of value out of that. Uh, and, and that's what I heard you say uh, in all of that stuff that you were saying. So that's a fantastic answer. So hopefully you guys out there listening might want to rewind that and go back and listen to some of the stuff that that uh, that that Bill was saying there. So next question is this: If you could give just one piece of advice to emerging YouTubers, somebody who's wanting to create content on YouTube, just one piece of advice, uh, one sentence, uh, you know, a brief statement, what would that be? It would be to be yourself as oh, a yeah. presenter because it's very easy for us when we look at recognized experts such as Dusty Porter and we see them in action. We say, okay, that's the way to do it. That's not the way to do it. That's Dusty's way of doing it. Correct. And one of, the, one of the problems people make in all kinds of presentations such as speaking situations is to possibly, it's okay to learn from other presenters. It's okay to learn from other people on YouTube, but remember that they have their individual gifts. They have, they have their individual style, and so do you. So as I heard one person put it recently, give people your authentic voice, not somebody else's voice, not somebody else's mannerisms. Be yourself. Have a conversation with your YouTube audience. I really have nothing to add there. That uh, that's perfect. Um, being yourself, putting your best foot forward, is what I've always said, and that's what I talked about in previous episodes of of this show. Is that when you're putting your face on camera, uh, when you're putting your voice out to the audience out there, you could be reaching people in countries, you know, halfway around the world. And and what I always stress to people when when you want to create a successful YouTube channel is to is to make sure 
that not only do you love what you do, but you are being yourself. You're not trying to be something you're not. You're not trying to be some type of presenter that you're not. You need to do it your way. And then if you do it your way, people are going to come, people are going to subscribe, and people are going to enjoy the content that you make for who you are and not for somebody that you're trying to be to create this channel. And, and that's so important, and that's such a great piece of advice there. Um, and the, the last question formally that I have on this list, Bill, is, is something that I always love to hear the answer to this question. And the question is, what is next for your YouTube channel and where do you see YouTube going as a platform in the future? So two part question. Uh, and the first part is what is next for your YouTube channel specifically? What's next for me is to expand the number of interviews that I'm doing where you and I are engaged in an interview now. And this is, I'm, as I said a minute ago, people really respond as far as attention and learning. They respond more effectively to something that's more than a talking head. I've been able over the last couple of years to interview some fascinating business leaders. Every time that I post an interview with a quality professional, it definitely gets more feedback, it gets more people watching it, it gets more comments than anything that I might present on my own. Certainly, I learned something by interviewing experts. So that's one of the major changes that I'm going to make in my YouTube content. I'm not certainly going to eliminate the brief five to seven minute um, uh, information videos that I produce on you for YouTube and and other sites but I am also going to make sure that I get more and more interviews with people who we can all learn from that is that's so important and it's funny because that's something that that I want to do as well. I want to do more collaboration. And I think that's what I heard you saying there. And the the hot word being thrown around the YouTube community when talking about growing your channel, uh, a lot of people now are saying, look, if you want to grow your channel, you need to cross-promote your channel. You, mm -hmm. you need to go out and, and for example, for example, you know, what I have in mind for this interview that we're doing here is that I'm going to post the podcast up. I'm going to put it on iTunes. I'm going to put it on the website. It's going to have all of those different avenues for people to listen to it. But what I'm going to ask you to do uh, is that I might make a video with just a, a, a image, you know, for the video, but this interview as the backdrop of that. And you could upload that to your YouTube channel. And then below that, you could link to your other stuff and then my stuff. And see, that way we're cross-promoting each other's content. And by doing that, we're able to really you know, take your viewers and my viewers and put them together. And we're able to see if there's any of those that want to mix up and, and, and view the other person's content. And if you're a YouTube creator out there, you need to be connecting. You need to be building circles with people, whether it be through interviews like 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 uh, Bill said, or it's through connecting with other YouTubers and saying, hey, do you want to do a collaboration and put some stuff up on each other's channels? That is going to be huge in growing your channel in the future. If you want your videos to be seen, start increasing the number of people who have a chance of seeing that content. Uh, and that's so important. You and I are collaborating now. You and I are cross-promoting. And with what you suggested a minute ago, Dusty, all you need to do is email me or call me and tell me the steps to go through to follow through on what you said. 
it's interesting that when a person first starts marketing his or her services, our tendency is to is to think we can do that in isolation. Well, right. yes, you can, but you'll probably stay isolated. <laughs> you won't have followers. You won't have clients. You won't right. have customers. But the more that, in fact, one of my great friends who's a like you, a technology expert, Terry Brock once said, and he said it many times, uh, all of us know more than any one of us. Exactly. So why just try to work in isolation? You know, Dusty, many things about technology that I have no idea uh, how to approach. I can learn plenty from you on that. You and I have talked about, uh, we would look at iPad video production together. There are things that we mutually can do to help each other expand our services, improve our services, learn more. And anyone who's definitely an entrepreneur, uh, that's our lifeblood is to keep learning new and better ways to do things. And as we're talking about YouTube, it seems to me, Dusty, that one word that keeps getting bounced around in almost every newscast that we hear, they'll talk about a video that has gone viral. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we all want, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a buzzword. And, and, and the way to do that and to create content that does go viral, I believe that collaborating with other people and, and using what they know uh, and their knowledge to to increase your knowledge, to, to, to better serve your audience. I mean, I think you're crazy if, if you don't do that. And, and the last part of that question, Bill, and then, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up and I'll let you plug uh, your stuff that you have going on is where do you see YouTube going as a platform in the future? Um, and I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, in, in the next couple of months this summer, Yahoo is going to release um, a video platform that's going to be, they're calling it a YouTube competitor. Um, and, and, and they're not making you uh, be on there exclusively. So I'm very interested to see where the competition goes. You know, right now YouTube doesn't have any for 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 what it does. But where do you see YouTube going as a platform in the near future, and then even in 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 the distant future? Regardless of whatever comes along, I don't know if we want to call it a copycat or a competitor, but whatever comes along that is similar to YouTube, in my judgment, is going to have a uh, a long struggle to gain anywhere near the credibility that YouTube has established. Absolutely. It, it might serve a limited audience, but YouTube, what is it now, Dusty? Is it uh, number one, two, or three among the social media? I mean, what, what's the ranking? Yeah, they're, they're, I'm sure it has changed since the last time I saw, but it, it's like the number two uh, most used search search engine, and it's it's close to, to to leaping over Google. Obviously, Google owns YouTube, but it's amazing to think, you know, me personally, you know, I told a story last episode where, you know, I, I needed to fix something, uh, an appliance in my house, and I went on YouTube to find out how to do it. You know, people are going to YouTube now for everything. They're not going there just to get information. They're going there for entertainment. They're going there for information. They're, they're going there for all types of different reasons, and, and YouTube is becoming this, this gigantic platform for, for people to go and gather information and entertainment. 
It's almost a um, it's almost a how to site. <laughs> it, it, it is a lot of it yes. is a lot of the videos that I do are how to and they're news videos and, and and as I'm building my my audience up even larger, I'm beginning to see how how I can I can take this and I can move it into outside platforms and I'm just so so excited about that. One more comment I'd have about where is YouTube going, especially with competitors coming in such as Yahoo. I think back to when the social media started with MySpace. MySpace did not last. It did not last very long. Why? Because Facebook came along and Facebook did it well. They did it. Uh, wonderfully, they suddenly uh, took away the MySpace audience, and many people today wouldn't even know what MySpace is. Well, the difference is nobody's going to take away YouTube because, unlike MySpace, YouTube does it right, and they they um, they make it, in my judgment, quite easy for even novices to get into and to if if they do the right things that you and I have talked about, if they have a good topic if they produce a quality video that's interesting they can they can gather a fairly wide audience in a reasonable amount of time right well bill I can't explain to you and express to you how much enjoyment I've got out of just having this conversation uh, with you about YouTube. I'm passionate about it. You're passionate about it. And I know uh, it comes across that way to the person who's listening to this podcast. Uh, but unfortunately, we're getting close to the end of the show here. We're, we're nearing in 30 minutes, which is perfect. Uh, the timing was perfect here. And I just want to ask you before I let you off the line is what uh, would you like to plug? What would you like our audience to know? Uh, where are you on the web? Uh, where can they find you? Uh, and, and go ahead and do that now. Appreciate that opportunity. And by the way, you're talking about being on the line. You and I are working toward a schedule where you will be my guest <laughs> on the Saturday radio show, The Rich Life Show. Yeah, absolutely. WDUN in Gainesville, Georgia, and all we need to do is find the time for you to come on there. We're looking forward to you being a guest. Absolutely. People can find my website quite easily, championshipcommunication.com. That's communication singular, championshipcommunication.com. And then for those who enjoy blogs, my blog is The Complete Communicator. And anyone who wants to reach me directly, my telephone, 678-316-4300. Absolutely. And what is the name of your YouTube channel, Bill? It's uh, Bill Lampton. All right. So YouTube dot com slash Bill Lampton and I will have every single one of these links that Bill has just shared with you guys in the show notes uh, Bill I'll just ask you once we get off air here a few questions about you emailing me uh, those links but other than that Bill I appreciate you being here on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast it has been an absolute blast I look forward to talking to you next time I see you and uh, if you don't have anything else to say I think we'll go ahead and uh, we'll call it call it a day I have one more thing to say Thank you. Thank you to you and thank you to your listeners. Absolutely. Well, that is a wrap for episode number two of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. It was awesome speaking with Dr. Bill Lampton. Would like to thank him one more time. Uh, such a great co-host and guest today on the show. A lot of interesting things and I believe a lot of knowledge uh, that he dropped on the show today. Such an amazing guest. But we would like to thank everybody. Don't forget to uh, visit the website, YouTubeCreatorsHub.com. Subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. Don't forget to leave us those five-star reviews. It does help. And I will see you guys in the next one.